we're on. Oh, we are on. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Imagine we did this shit live. <clears throat> it's been so long. <laughs> Hello, my friends. This is Still Not Ready, the Ready or Not podcast. Back from our summer holidays, our little hiatus midway through season three. Britt, are you satisfied with your summer this year? Yeah, it was busy. It was hot. And I'm in like, I'm ready for fall. Okay. Okay. Shopping for the shackets, the sweaters. (laughs) I'm like in. (laughs) I don't want to go out and buy summer clothes. And when you're in the store, it's all fall. But it was. It was probably the fastest summer of my life. It was like nonstop. We did so much. I think we got a little overexcited because it was what I'd say felt like the most normal summer we've had in a really long time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So we just kept saying yes to everything. And next thing we know, we're in September. I know. It's crazy. And it's PSL season. I I hate pumpkin spice lattes. Just FYI. Oh, yeah. You hate them. I'm not as basic as everyone would want to believe. All right, so you're ready to get into pumpkin spice latte season, but not with the pumpkin spice lattes. More importantly, you're ready to get into grade eight with Busy and Amanda. Oh, yeah, they're back to school. This episode that we're talking about today, season three, episode seven of Ready or Not, Crater Face, brings us into full-on grade eight mode for the girls. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of drama. There is a lot in this episode. A lot happens. I love season three. I love season three. I'm more excited to get into four and five. I know you are when we get the big high school makeovers. Yeah. So are you ready for this or what? I'm ready. I'm ready for Crater Face. Who isn't ready for an episode called Crater Face? (laughs) Thanks for joining us, listeners. We've got a good one coming at you right now. I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. This is Still Not Ready, the original podcast about our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s, the super cringy, ready or not. Okay, first things first, Britt. Let's talk a little about our summer bonus episode where we watched an episode of the musical Canadian teen drama from the 90s, Catwalk. 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 <laughs> Starring Nev Campbell and our very own The Liz, Karen Maliki Sanchez. That was an unreal show. Yeah, and I think, okay, not to confuse people. No one listening to this would be confused, but I've had some outside people be confused thinking that Catwalk was a the Liz spinoff. <laughs> of his character in Ready or Not. It's, yeah. Well, it's kind of possible, but Catwalk happened before First. Ready or Not. Yeah. yeah. It, before th- he got the, the part on Ready or Not. I think because when we were breaking down the episode, we referred to him as the Liz, even though yeah. that's not his name in, in Catwalk. <laughs> but I think it's his name in real life. <laughs> it might as well be. Oh, man. If I ever saw him, like, across the street 
in Toronto or something, I'd be shouting out the Liz at him. <laughs> and he would just keep swiftly walking in the other direction. No way. I'd run so fast. I, there are very few celebrities I would run after, but the ready or not people, I'd have to go for it. Yeah, I feel like now in my 30s, it's like if I saw a celebrity, I'd just be like, see, like whatever. Get your coffee. We'll get my coffee. We don't need to make it a thing. Yeah. Imagine if I told you I like ran into Lonnie Billard and didn't say anything. I would die. I just wouldn't tell you. (laughs) I'd be so mad if you didn't talk to her. (laughs) Just wouldn't tell you. So we did hear from Karam again via Instagram. He's at Karam Songs on Insta. So he tends to listen to the pod when we talk about his episodes. And of course, when we broke down an episode of his show, Catwalk, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. We love that. So he shed a little light on the whole missing second season thing that we got into in the episode. Right. So basically, they shot a whole second season and the show either did or was supposed to be on MTV for the second season. But he said it never aired because the original creator of the show sued MTV and won a $40 million case against them. That's crazy. It's insanity to think about. And I mean, it was a cool show. But I would say only 20% of our generation. So like the people that we talk to who would have been the generation who watched it in the 90s. Only 20%, would you say, like, remembered the show or knew what Catwalk was? Yeah, because I had no idea. Like, I never saw the show one time. Yeah, so it's almost disappointing that there was this $40 million lawsuit, which sounds like it just shut down all of production after that. And the show just got canceled because of what I would call like a greedy creator of the show that didn't want his idea being played out by somebody else. I don't know. I didn't get into the details. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole Reddit thread on this whole issue. Oh, there is? I didn't see that. I tried to do like a deep dive. I couldn't find a single thing about it. So what are they saying on Reddit? Well, someone said, according to Wikipedia, it had to do with a licensing conflict. Someone else is like, if I'm interpreting the lawsuit, it sounds like MTV optioned the first 13 episodes and then passed on the rest. I don't know. These are these are just comp- people on right, reading right. Reddits. So clearly this lawsuit is like people know about it. It's on the Wikipedia. But then maybe it's the flip side. Maybe MTV was kind of screwing around the creator. Yeah, that's true. Well, he won the lawsuit. I mean, it really sucks for the actors, although I guess they get paid regardless because they did the work. Because to me, that seems like the worst thing. You like film a whole show and it like half of it gets cut. That would be awful. I know, but I, everyone's just worried about the paycheck, I think. Like some of them maybe gave something else up to do this show That's and then it. True, yeah. And then it got kiboshed. Mm-hmm. MTV, the heck. <sighs> so, Britt, we're moving on to season three, episode seven of Ready or Not. The episode is called Crater Phase. Danny Masters is back. Ross Hall, that is it for him, I believe, after this episode. Yeah, I think so. This is his last episode. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. So if the title of the episode 
didn't give it away or you don't remember this episode, which is like, who even are you and why are you listening to a Ready or Not (laughs) podcast? It's an iconic episode. Yeah, but okay, so jog your memory. The Ross Hall character, Danny Masters, makes a triumphant return after... I don't even know how long. How long has he been gone for? Like six episodes? long enough for Amanda to fall in and out of love with Frankie. But it's been a bunch of episodes. Like it's been... At least seven. It's been at least... Maybe not. And he returns and he has a face full of zits, which is for public school kids. So relatable. Lots of kids have acne. It's a fact. Yeah. The struggle is very real. Britt, do you remember your first pimple? No. You don't? No. The first time I remember like having acne where I'm like, oh my God, this is problematic. I was like in university. Okay. Like I didn't okay. have acne like as a kid. I got like adult acne for like a couple years. <laughs> okay. Went on antibiotics. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I was okay. just living with that. Okay. I mean, lucky for women, I think, you can go on the pill to get rid of your acne at a certain point, too, instead of, like, that other med, that crazy medication. Accutane. Yeah. I, as well, didn't have a ton of pimples, but when I would get pimples, they would be monsters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I remember I got my first pimple, and I really didn't even notice it, and I went to, like, a Thanksgiving dinner or something, and they, everyone was like, oh, Amy's got her first pimple. Oh, check out oh Amy's pimple. God. And I was like, oh, yeah. Ha, ha. Well, they knew. They knew I wouldn't really yeah, care yeah. because I hadn't had any until then. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But my aunt like grabbed a hold of my cheek and was like squeezing the pimple. Ugh. And somebody was like, don't squeeze it. We don't need any more potato salad on the table. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> and at the time, I knew I knew that you weren't supposed to squeeze your pimples. I knew that was like yeah, but... people talked about that, like, but I I didn't know why. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh, don't squeeze your pimples. So then, and then my aunt like grabbed a hold of my cheek and tried to squeeze it. And then I was like, well, what's all this about? So I went home that night and I gave it a squeeze. <laughs> and it's, it's squared on the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was okay. like, oh my God, that's why you're not, this is insane. <laughs> what is inside of these things? That makes no sense because I think, what would you rather walk around with? Like a pimple that has like a huge white head on it? Absolutely not. I think it really depends on what kind of acne. Like what you're talking about, like that's a run-of-the-mill pimple. It's probably yeah. not going to scar. I think it's like the deep. Oh, there's different types of pimples. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There's like the severe acne where like it's more like cysts almost. Like then you probably don't want to touch it because that will mess it up. This is going to be a gross episode, man. <laughs> run of the mill regular pimple. I'm I'm probably popping. Yeah, but the thing is is I used to be able to pop those big pimples and then like within a few days it would clear up and it was no big deal. Now, if I reef on a pimple too hard, I've got like a dark spot on my face for like 6 months. Well, then you've got to get something else that you put on it to get rid of it. Oh, God. I just want to pop it. I just want to <laughs> pop it. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, boy. So on the topic of pimple popping, 
It's time for our now versus then segment, which, might I remind you, is the segment where we talk about something that was popular when this episode originally aired and something that's popular now. And today we're talking about acne control trends. Okay. So I did a little research on acne treatments from the 90s, and I don't think we can talk about acne treatments from the 90s without talking about this. People think that I eat too many chocolate bars or that I wash my face. (laughs) We all remember the commercial where the guy says, it's because I eat too many chocolate bars. Eat too many chocolate bars. So in my head, thinking back, I thought this was like a acne cream commercial, but... I've rewatched it. It's all over YouTube. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> It's all over YouTube. But it's more of a public service announcement. Okay, you know what? I was just going to say, I think that was more of a public service announcement. But I swear someone told me, no, that was an OxyClean commercial. No, it wasn't. It's a public service announcement. There's like Good. a 1-800 number that you can dial with an extension. <laughs> so you can like... Oh I don't know, get more, like, what happens when you dial the number? I don't know. Try it. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Stop it. Should we try it? No, because you don't do that. Because what if it's a legitimate helpline and we don't need help, baby? And we're taking someone's spot away who might be calling it for real. Okay. (laughs) I was wondering, because there's a 1-800 number and then there's, like, a extension 100 or whatever it is. Well... I mean, it kind of makes sense because I think people with bad acne, as we learn in this episode, probably got bullied real hard. Yeah, but I don't think it's about the mental health piece. I uh. think it's about because that member at the end of the commercial, he comes back and his skin is clear. I so don't it's like there that. are there are options for us. Like mm. there's treatment okay. for everyone. So I think when you dial the number, you're getting it's more like a medical line. So that is your then acne treatment? (laughs) No, but I couldn't not bring that up because if we're talking about pimples and we're talking about the 90s. We all know it. Everyone hears that guy's voice in their head saying, I eat too many chocolate (laughs) bars. Poor guy. (laughs) I always remember thinking because he comes back at the end. And he smiles, which he hadn't smiled earlier. And he had, like, his teeth are a little bit crowded. So, Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't have, Mm -hmm. like, perfectly straight teeth, right? So he has this big smile. His teeth are a little bit crowded. And then he's also shaved off his beard (laughs) at the end. So I always remember, even as a kid, going, like, I kind of thought he was cuter (laughs) with the pimples. And then he comes back and he's, like, smiling. And he shaved the beard. And I'm like, no, this isn't (laughs) doing anything for me. Let's let's go back to the pimples. Anyways, as far as zit remedies goes from the 90s, I'm guessing everyone's head goes to those proactive commercials. No, proactive was not the 90s. Well, it was. Proactive hit the market in 1995. Seriously? But they didn't, yeah, they didn't, they didn't gain their like big popularity until 1999 is when they started doing those infomercials with all the like celebrity faces. That's not what I'm going with. So this product that I'm going with for our throwback pimple control trend, it's a product we all remember for the commercials that reminded us all there's still time. Oxycutum. Oxy? 
What is it? Well, so oxy acne medication, more specifically the deep pore cleansing pads. Yes, yes. They came out in the late 80s, but they like really went hard on their commercials in the 90s. Some of the commercials said it's the strongest level of acne medicine the law will allow without a prescription. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had that or no- Noxema. Oh, Noxema, yeah. Or I just like for acne, but Spectrogel. You know what's funny? Yeah. Spectrogel was the very first face wash I ever used in like grade six and I still use it today okay once I went to a dermatologist and it's like oh like what should I use for like face cream or whatever when I had a bit of acne and they're just like oh like Cetaphil is fine and there's on like the same level as like spectro gel and he even said you should only really wash your face and moisturize one time a day um so that's the acne remedy trend of the 90s Brit What's happening now? Are kids still oxycuting? Well, I've got two for you. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. So one, easy fix, just throw on a mask. Oh, like those masks that like come in the bags? <laughs> no, you're like COVID mask. Because then if you have acne underneath, no one knows. <laughs> I thought you meant no. like those like really no. popular like facial masks that you like put on your face for like no. 15 minutes. Well, that is true. Just wear a mask and some sunglasses and no one can see exactly. your skin. But that was more of the joke. But you know what I think now is the real trend? A pimple patch. Pimple patch. Like a wart patch? It probably looks similar to a Band-Aid and you put it on your zit. Some of them I think you can even put your makeup over top so then no one even knows it's there. What? No. No. Yes. Yes, no. thank you. I like that idea. Have you tried it? There's no way you'll no. be able to blend that. I keep forgetting to buy pimple patches. And then every time I get a random pimple, I'm like, oh, I wish I had a pimple patch. There's like different kinds with different things in it. So some just have salicylic acid. Some have hydrocolloid, just like a wound healing thing. You got the pimple, you put the patch on and like leave it overnight. Or if you get ones that you can... Put your makeup on over top. You just leave it on all day. Uh, I'd be interested in like an overnight patch. I don't know about putting makeup over top of a patch. I th- feel like that's bad news. <laughs> I don't know if I would do that either because you don't want to get through like four hours of your day and then go look at yourself and be like, oh my God. <laughs> but again, that's also why a mask is helpful because then you don't have to worry about how your skin looks. I suppose, yeah, you can still get away with a mask if you really had to. I always said, like, the last couple years would have been a great time to have braces if you really wanted braces. Yeah, no one would know. No one see your teeth. No one would see. Anyway, I think pimple patches are the new thing. Well, the other thing I don't think we can miss if we're talking about current zit remedies, we got to talk about Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, that's disgusting. You don't like it, eh? With Sandra. I'm not watching that. That is so gross. Dr. Sandra Lee on TLC. No. You're not no. into it. See, I think it's I think it's slightly groundbreaking. Like I think it's pretty cool that we're coming right out and talking about or providing a show for those of us who like popping pimples or seeing pimples be popped. Because that was like a closeted obsession for some people well, for a long time, no? And I get the whole like, what are those videos called? Like, I, I don't think they're just called satisfaction videos. 
not the ASMR. Oh, I know what you mean. Like you're scrolling through, there's someone cutting like sand or something like that. Yeah, or like filling a jar or like pushing something through a tube. These satisfying videos, right? I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The same sort of thing, but I also just don't really want to see someone's huge cyst ooze green pus. Oh, you don't no. like it. <laughs> okay. Now that we've got blackheads, blemishes, boils, and bumps on our mind, let's get to the synopsis of the episode. All right. Season three, episode seven, Crater Face. Danny's back from New York with acne. Amanda's grossed out and totally embarrassed by him. This is so good. I love this episode. Okay, season three, episode seven of Ready or Not, Crater Face. Danny could do with a better face in this episode. (laughs) We've got Busy played by Lonnie Billard, Amanda played by Laura Bertram. Okay, we're having a sleepover. Such a classic. We've got Busy, Amanda, Mona, and Daisy. So they're new BFFs out of nowhere. Except Daisy, this is it for Daisy. So if you like Daisy, I hate to tell you, this is the end. (laughs) Well, a lot of people might recognize Daisy from... Road to Avonlea. Yeah. She played Jane. I don't know. I didn't watch that show. I do recognize her. And I did mm-hmm. watch Road to Avonlea. So it must be from that. So the girls are eating pizza and popcorn, playing cards, and Daisy's doing a quiz from a magazine. Rate your ultimate date. Everyone's into it, but busy. Well, Amanda needs to burn these magazines. They're the root (laughs) of all of her problems. It's really like the start of every episode Mm -hmm. now, eh? Is something that they find (laughs) out in a quiz in a magazine. Yeah, so Busy's not into it, but the three other girls are pretty into it. And Busy is so funny in this episode. She's good. I mean, I know it's an Amanda episode, but Busy kills it. She's so annoyed. I don't even know why she's friends with Amanda in this episode. I know. I wouldn't be. No, I would be because I was just like Amanda as a kid. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so they're all gushing about this new guy at school, Doug. Oh, Doug. They're all saying he's so cute. And Busy's like, and so dense. Wow. Uh, she's again wearing her onesie red wool pajamas. She only has one pair. Even though a pool party is about to happen. They have air conditioning on. Duh. Well, she must be a cold sleeper. (laughs) Mona's wearing an Esprit t-shirt. Yeah, I noticed that. So we find out Danny is coming back into town after months of painful separation, as Daisy puts it. So painful. So painful, in fact, that Amanda's had two other boyfriends she's been in so much pain since he's been gone. Who? Well, we had Frankie. And the French guy. And the French. The French <laughs> Not guy. boyfriends, yeah. but she's, like, been entertaining you know, other interests. men on the side, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so Amanda puts in a VHS tape of Danny doing his stand-up comedy. So I guess he sent it to her via mail snail mail so he's doing this little bit about girls asking if they look nice or if they look nice nice or if it's a date 
or if it's a date date. I mean, I think we all get it. It's reasonable. It's a reasonable yeah. comedy little routine. So the girls, again, are they're gushing about Danny, except Busy. She's playing a Game Gear, I think, in the corner. <laughs> I do find it a bit weird. Like, who's going to see a 13 and a half year old perform comedy? <laughs> and it looks like a legit like, like bar that he's playing at. I know. I mean, I guess Danny seems mature but immature for his age. Like, I can't imagine what a 13-year-old boy now would be doing comedy about. It'd be so stupid. It would just be like some dumb TikTok video that he's referencing. I don't know. Like, I don't want to see a 13-year-old boy do anything. Thank you. No. I mean, it's funny for the people that are also 13. Yeah. But it'd be, like, cute if you, like, opened up for some comedian if you went to go see, like, a real comedy show. But Daisy wants him to do his routine at her pool party. Amanda's like, yeah, he will, if I ask him. She just thinks she's got Danny wrapped around her finger. Well, she does. So the next day, Amanda's trying on bathing suits for the big pool party at Daisy's. Busy's flipping through some more magazines. Uh, And Amanda's worried about her huge thighs. Oh my God, save it. Yeah, she's really tiny. But I remember being weird about my thighs in grade school as well. And I I thought about my thighs all the time in grade six and like have not thought about my thighs since. Well, probably because you watched this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess I realize that as you get older, like people can have bad perceptions of their body regardless of like how tiny they are. But I find it even worse when it's like, your thighs are not an issue. No. That need liposuction. And so yeah, I find she was it like, talking about getting liposuction. <laughs> I find it so annoying. I had a friend like this in grade seven who would always say stuff like that. And I found it so annoying. Yeah. You can't even because entertain. Because it's like. Well, Busy's like, whatever. Oh, this is so. Like, Busy's not having any yeah, of it. Which I'm glad. So Amanda then walks out of a non walk in closet. <laughs> where she's been trying on bathing suits. I don't know how she's managed that, but all right. She's still complaining about her thighs and how she's going to have to see Danny for the first time with her huge thighs. Oh my God, Amanda. Yeah, Busy's like, you cry. You cry. Your life is over. So what we're supposed to get from these first two scenes is that Amanda is claiming her and Danny have this deep, meaningful relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not based on looks. They're really pounded it into us in these Mm -hmm. first few scenes. Okay, back to school. And we get our first scene with this new guy, Doug. Sorry, who? Doug? Doug. We're still calling him Doug. (laughs) (laughs) He's commenting on Amanda's outfit, which... I do love. I mean, the outfit's great. Mm -hmm. She's got, like, the vest, the kilt, the knee highs. But I don't remember guys in grade 8 commenting about anyone's outfits. I'm sure it happens. So let's talk about Doug. He's rocking khakis. (laughs) Khakis? And a forest green Mm button-up tucked in. Some sort of long rope necklace around his neck with, like, a shark tooth on the end of it. Obviously. 
And he's got that grade school 90s center part. I'm growing out my mushroom cut look going. I mean, he's cute. I can see why the girls are into him. Yeah, from a distance. But like Busy said, well, what'd yeah. you call him? Dense? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's raving about this new guy. He's played by Andrew W. Walker. And when you first click on him on IMDb, you're like, oh, that guy? He looks so familiar. Yeah. And then so familiar. you realize he just kind of looks like a bunch of other actors you recognize. Yeah. Like he looks like um he looks like the vet from Schitt's Creek, which I know you don't you didn't watch. I didn't watch. Um he looks like Justin Hartley, who Oh, that's yeah, that's probably So he infamously divorced Chrishell from Selling Sunset. Anyways, that's not him. <laughs> but Andrew W. Walker, no relation to Paul Walker. He's in a ton of Christmas movies. Oh my gosh, he's like the Hallmark TV, made for TV movie guy. He's the guy. I'm not kidding. He's in A Dream of Christmas, Merry and Bright, A Christmas in Tennessee, Christmas on My Mind, Christmas Tree Lane, Snowed in Christmas, which, Brit. Who's in that? Well, who was it written by? Our buddy Carly. Oh, right. Okay. Of yeah. the Teenage Dirtbags podcast yeah. that we had on as a guest last year. Full circle. It's a small <laughs> world after all. All I saw on his IMDb. <laughs> I didn't even look at the titles. I just saw TV movie, TV movie, TV movie, TV movie. Christmas movie, TV Christmas movie, Christmas. And then I went like, oh my gosh, I wonder if Carly of the Teenage Dirtbags podcast wrote one of these. So then I went down this long road of clicking <laughs> through to see who wrote all of the Christmas. And there was like 30 of them. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I didn't, even, Christmas I didn't even read the titles. Because I just kept scrolling to see if it was anything I remember. And Sabrina, the teenage witch, might be where you also recognize him. How many episodes of that was he in? I didn't write down how many episodes. But he was in at least one. (laughs) I know. It was like more than one. And he was in Student Bodies. He was in Student Bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so like him and Ross Hall, they go way back. Yeah. Like, hey, I remember you from a Crater Face episode. <laughs> exactly. Well, there it gets a bit awkward between the two of them in this episode. <laughs> okay, so he's hitting, he's like kind of hitting on Amanda in the halls at school. She's like really loving it. And he tells her to call him Jake. Right. He's changed his name to Jake. Which we'll get into in a minute. But my eyes are rolling real far back, real far back. So here comes Busy, fresh off the soccer field, dirty, sweaty hair, uniform from the 1950s for some reason, (laughs) cleats slung over her shoulder. And she asks Amanda, like, well, where is he? Where's Danny? Have you seen him? Like, I thought he was coming today. Yeah, she hasn't seen him yet. Amanda's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then he puts his hands around her eyes and says, guess who? 
Who? Doug? Imagine she said Jake. (laughs) Who is it? Jake again? No, Amanda yells. No, she knows it's Danny. She yells Danny, spins around, and then we get the big reveal. Danny has zits. And Amanda's face just goes mop. Lots of zits. Yeah, Amanda's like, oh, ha. And I don't know if you noticed, but Busy, from the angle that it was shot at, Busy saw him first, mm. and her face dropped too. Like, oh, oh, I didn't pick it up. No, oh no, this is gonna be bad. Busy's like, in one second, can anticipate what's about to unfold yeah. for the next couple of weeks. So Danny responds to it as if he kind of knew he was going to get that type of reaction mm-hmm. when he saw people again, right? And again, there's a pool party coming up, and Danny's wearing a knit Argyle sweater. Well, it is September. So what freaking season is okay. it? I'm ready or not. Well, <laughs> you know what would drive me nuts? I remember, like, back to school. So if you do any, like, back to school shopping or if you want a new outfit for the first day of school, it's all sweaters. And I remember like wanting to wear that stuff because, okay, in the morning you feel comfortable because it's like 10 degrees. And by 11 a.m. you're sweating to death because it's 30 degrees outside. Your school has no air conditioning and you're wearing a wool sweater and jeans. Yeah. You know what? I'm already feeling that because I bought a new like wool shacket plaid type thing from Roots this year. And then I didn't even realize I'm going to put it in the closet. It's going to be in the closet for like two months. I know. I also feel really weird about like still wearing like shorts and a tank top right now. And it, I know. it's so it's freaking it 35 degrees. It was so hot today. <laughs> it's too it was hot so for hot. September. I know. I hate that. So I would say it's September and they all just want to wear their fall clothes, but they can still go for a swim. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing about that is we've seen this sweater on Danny before. Right. So... It's not like his mom got him a new sweater for school. (laughs) (laughs) Seen him in this outfit before. Okay. So in the next scene, this is bad. Like, poor, poor Danny. They have him eating a huge bag of chips. Mm -hmm. His hair is messy. Like, it's still crimped in the very, in the, like, Danny sort of way that they've been crimping it for some reason. But it's, like, blowing in the breeze all funny. His skin looks all oily. And he's just, like, Mm -hmm. making with the chit-chat with Amanda, like, asking about her mom. And you can tell Amanda, like, can't get past the zits no she like can't look at him she's grossed out yeah and danny's like catching on and he tries to diffuse the situation by making some crack about buying the oil rights to his face which i feel like would just go over everyone's head (laughs) yeah i didn't know that oil was part of acne when i was in grade eight probably i don't think yeah, he makes a lot of oil cracks. Oh, no, it was someone else that makes an oil crack later on. We'll get mm-hmm. there. Okay, so the four girls are on the balance beam in gym class talking about Danny and his skin problem. Amanda is trying to be Amanda about it by saying, like, it's not a big deal, guys, but we know it's bothering Amanda. Obviously. <laughs> 
So Amanda's walking out of school and Danny comes running out with two squirt guns. So this is the first time I felt like Danny looked maybe a bit too old to be a part of this cast. (laughs) I don't think I caught that, to be honest. I didn't get that vibe. Well, he comes running out. He's like all hunched over and giggling and like squirting two squirt guns. And he's wearing like shorts and his like gym clothes. And he's got like a bag Mm -hmm. slung over his shoulder. And he's like giggling to himself and squirting people with water guns. It's very like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And then he squirts Jake with a squirt gun. And Jake is like, uh, my bag's Italian leather. Uh, yeah, but he has like a real Canadian French accent when he says it. Oh, is that what it is? So I was watching this episode and my partner was like, oh my God, that guy sounds so Canadian. I'm like, yeah, he oh, does really? have an accent. And then when I looked him up, I think he was born in Montreal. Okay. So maybe he's French as a first-ish language. Yeah. Well, Montreal, they speak English early on. But that's funny because... Uh, There was a couple times where I sort of felt like he was mispronouncing things or sort of had like almost a speech impediment type thing going. It's his accent. It's his accent because he, in the next scene, he calls a bathing suit. He says like a bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's his Canadian accent. Uh, I thought he was just like kind of slurring. No. thought he was just slurring a little. Okay. So there's this little exchange between Amanda and Danny where she gets mad at him for not wearing socks with his shoes. Okay, I will wear socks with shoes, but those shoes he's wearing like the Converse, like a low top Converse. You don't want your socks. I hate when your socks hang out of the shoes. And back in the 90s, you didn't have those no-show socks. Well, you did, but they probably had a pom-pom on the back of them. Okay, or yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't, you know, market them the same way. So I can see where Danny's coming from with the no socks. He's wearing the Converse with no socks, one blue and one red Converse. Which I don't get, but yeah. Yeah. Amanda calls busy later, and now she's complaining about Danny. She's mad. All he brought her was a squirt gun from New York. So she's telling busy she's not going to invite Danny to Daisy's pool party. Because he's probably jet-lagged and won't want to come anyways. Which, for those of you who don't know geography, New York is about an hour plane ride from Toronto, and I'm pretty sure we're in the same time zone. Are we not? (laughs) (laughs) And that's only assuming... We're in the same time zone. (laughs) Do they say that he flies? I'm assuming. Did they they talk about flight? Oh, yeah, because his flight got in last night. It was at, when they're at the okay. lockers. So he, yeah. <laughs> so he did fly, which is interesting because it's what New York to Toronto it's is close. like an eight hour drive. Yeah, yeah. It's not far, right? I've driven to New York. Like New York City. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's a good point. He's like, so Amanda's like making excuses. She doesn't want oh, Danny yeah. kicking around at this pool party, especially with Doug on the prowl. Or Jake. Exactly. Doug slash Jake. Okay, here we are at the big pool party. Busy's having a time in the water with monkey ears. Mm -hmm. Amanda's lying out in a lounge chair wearing culottes over her bathing suit. (laughs) And a towel. To cover her huge thighs. And a magazine. (laughs) A magazine on top. Okay, 
All the kids are like sitting around, like having popping chips in their bathing suits. So Busy convinces Amanda to get in the pool. She dives in. And when she comes out of the water, Jake is there to greet her. He's like, uh, I was hoping you'd be here. And this is where he says, <laughs> nice bathing suit. <laughs> it's like, not even that nice of a bathing suit. <laughs> well, she's got the color block. She's worn this bathing suit yeah. before. It's like color blocks, purple, turquoise, pink. Yeah. Of, of. <laughs> nice bathing suit. So they're making with the chit chat. And Doug reveals he wants people to call him Jake because Doug is so clunky. He just feels like a Jake. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> what he says. Sure. <laughs> Busy's eyes could not be rolling further back in her head. But Amanda's like, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Danny arrives. Oh, here comes Danny. Daisy's invited him. But he calls Amanda out for not mentioning the party. So super awkward. Then even more awkward when Jake and Danny meet. Jake's like, right, the guy with the squirt guns. <laughs> yeah, and he brings Amanda some weird, that drink looked kind of purple. Yeah, they were having like some sort of purple Kool-Aid maybe? Yeah, maybe, but it was like bubbly. Hmm. Then even more awkward when Jake asks Amanda to rub sunscreen on his back. Yeah, I thought that was a bit weird. Well, he doesn't want to burn. I know, but still. I mean, I guess if you're like trying to hit on a girl, that's your pickup line. Well, he's gross. The things he's doing and saying are really gross and weird for a grade eight boy. <laughs> I didn't think he was that bad. No, he's gross and weird. But Amanda agrees to do it. Okay, here's our big inciting incident. Mm -hmm. This is when things go from awkward to painful. To mean. Yeah, Monkey Ears jumps up on the diving board, yells out, Hey, everybody, what am I? Chugs a, what? A glass of milk? It was way too white to be milk, but I guess it was like milk or a milkshakey. It was really frothy. I know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. He chugged some sort of white frothy liquid, which left like a huge white mustache. Mm-hmm above his lip then he squishes his cheeks squirts the milk out onto the ground before yelling out a danny master zit and he pencil jumps into the pool so the crowd is split when this happens there's a lot of laughs a lot of laughs from monkey ears mm -hmm. some people are like cringing Obviously, Danny is mortified. Well, yeah. Amanda looks like she's about to hurl. But Doug thinks it's hilarious. Wow. He's dense. <laughs> so all the kids are laughing. And Danny kind of slumps his head down, like all defeated, slowly turns around and walks out. Monkey ears then yells out, I guess oil and water don't mix, huh? Oh, my God. Monkeys is awful. More laughs from the crowd, though, mm -hmm. which I wouldn't have gotten that joke as a grade eight, I don't think. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Me neither. These are sophisticated acne jokes, people. So all the kids are laughing. And then the final dagger in Danny's back, as he's walking away, Monkey Ears says, 
hey, Amanda, aren't you going to go after your boyfriend? And Amanda says, for everyone at the party to hear, he's not my boyfriend. Which could have fooled everyone else, Amanda, but I guess it's good you cleared it up. (laughs) Yeah, brutal. So we don't get to see how the party plays out for Doug and Amanda. No. (laughs) I guess he gets some sunscreen on his back and they drink some purple Kool-Aid and that's about it. (laughs) Okay. So the next day, Busy and Amanda go to the pharmacy to get Danny some pimple cream. Bad idea. Yeah, this is the worst idea ever. Amanda's always like, oh, I'm just trying to help. That's like the Amanda slogan. Well, and I think Busy said it best is like, he doesn't need cream. He needs a friend. He needs a friend, Amanda. Yeah, Busy thinks it's a bad idea because she's our voice of reason. Exactly. But Amanda insists it's the only thing she can do to help. Amanda's still playing the it's bothering everybody but me role. Yeah. When clearly. It's bothering her the most. Well, she don't like those pimples. It's really bothering her. It's really bothering her. So Amanda just leaves the pimple cream outside of Danny's apartment door. (laughs) Because they like live in the same apartment building. right? Their parents live in the same apartment building. And then. He shows up at her apartment and is like, WTF, Amanda, you think I haven't tried creams and like everything else on the planet to get rid of the pimples? Uh, Amanda has a topsy tail in this scene. Topsy tail. With a scrunchie. Remember the topsy tail? You could buy like a loop and then you like put the ponytail through, pull it through the back. You just make a hole for your ponytail to go through you know what those are very popular again but do it the opposite way to give yourself a fuller looking ponytail upside down topsy tail yeah you go like the other way interesting i don't know if that would work for me you should try it because you've got so much hair (laughs) we'll give it a try i remember oh my gosh i think we've already talked about topsy tails but i remember i didn't like topsy tails because my hair would sit flat on my neck and it was too hot well, you don't do it that low. <laughs> well, Amanda's wearing it really low, and all her long, long, it's long so down disgusting. to her butt crack hair it's is like so right disgusting on her neck. to do a ponytail at the nape of your neck if you have long hair. It's just you know, yeah, get it off your neck. I know. Right. I sometimes I see like people working out, and their ponytails are like on the back, like that's where their ponytail is. It's like this makes no sense. Put it in a high pony, people. I get annoyed when I, it's like, a well, today it was like 32 degrees and I saw this woman pushing a stroller down the street. She was wearing like full length overalls, like a flannel shirt underneath the overalls. Her hair was down and she was wearing like a beanie. I was like, I can't even look at you. I'm sweating so badly. Like I can't even, Um, like I need a drink. People are desperate to wear their fall outfits. I'm telling you. (laughs) People are so desperate. She looked freaking cute. If it was 10 degrees outside, I would have been like, oh, yeah, looking good, mama. No, I would (laughs) have never said that, but I would have said it in my head. (laughs) You would have been like taking a secret photo and putting it on your like outfit inspo board. (laughs) You probably have the exact same outfit. You're just waiting to wear it. I do. I haven't been able to find a pair of overalls that didn't look like I was like, a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> well, yeah, they make you look young, I think, no matter Yeah, what. they make you look a bit, a little bit too mm-hmm. much like, um, what was that? 
show where it was like a 40 year old woman the big comfy couch the big comfy i was thinking i couldn't think of the name yeah she has the red ones okay uh amanda's trying to play it off like the pimple cream was maybe left outside of everyone's doors as like a sample or something it was like the worst lie (laughs) she she always says or something maybe it was a sample or something anyways danny's pissed he tells Amanda she's changed, calls her superficial, and he says, with friends like you, who needs enemies? I mean, I think Danny was a bit dramatic. He was very dramatic, but you know what? It Amanda, was a bit much. No, Amanda deserved it at this point. She's been wow. a huge bitch the whole episode. I and agree. My one other question is, Danny, who said anyone needed enemies? Well, <laughs> it's just... I don't really understand this dick. Like, it was very effective when he said it. And he, like, throws the pimple cream on the ground at her uh-huh. feet. But I'm going, like, is that a quote? Is it who... Did someone else say that? Oh, yeah. Because it, it doesn't feel right. I think that's been said before. It's been said before, but does it make sense? Well, no, because there's no enemies. Nobody needs enemies. And he's going like, whoa, with friends like you. It's basically saying like, you're such a bad friend. You're basically an enemy. Yeah, I understand. It, you're I an enemy. Was, I thought it was quite effective. <laughs> he really gave it to her. Yeah. Okay. Back at school, Busy and Amanda have a brief chat about how Danny's changed. And Busy's like, why? Because now he has zits and he never used to. That's the only thing that's different. Seemingly. Yeah, Amanda's like, that's not what it's about. Okay. Yeah, I roll. Amanda, that's exactly what it's about. It's about the freaking pimples. I do. I have to give Amanda... I relate to her a little bit in this episode because... Don't you remember, like, in earlier relationships, when one thing would start to bother you about your partner and then... Really, everything would oh, bother you. This still happens that. to me. This still happens to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're mad. If, if I don't, mad. if I'm like annoyed with someone, they could do something as benign as like open the fridge, and it annoys me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like yeah, so- everything they do is irritating. There's nothing I like anymore. They're just annoying. So he's he's showed up with these pimples, and suddenly. The shoe thing without the socks is bothering her. His jokes aren't funny. She's mad about the squirt gun, even though apparently she has a squirt gun collection. collection. So I think that she's, she's over him. The pimples just put it over the edge. She's had interest in these two other guys that even we know about. There could have been more. Mm -hmm. We don't know. (laughs) And so the pimples just kind of set her off. Yeah, I think so. But she's trying to play it cool because if she dumps him now, everyone's going to be like, oh, Amanda dumped Danny because he has pimples. Well, she already basically said we're not, he's not my boyfriend. So basically he's dumped. He's dumped. Danny's moment of redemption. He bounces into the classroom, eating a banana and wearing fake monkey ears. He says he's looking for his long lost cousin monkey ears. Oh, man, I was a bit torn on this. I mean... Well, it's not his best bit. No. But then I think, like, 
you know, monkey ears made fun of your appearance. So you're just like getting them back, doing like the same thing is like, is it that whole, you know, two wrongs don't make a right tit for tat. Like there could have been something so much more clever. I don't know. Does, is Dan a good guy for doing that? I think he would have almost been better if he just came to school and didn't even like let monkey ears know it bothered him. Yeah, he could have played it cool because now, because monkey ears was really embarrassed. He deserved. everyone was laughing. Yeah. So great job, Danny. I guess he got what he wanted in this scene. So then Amanda's already having a little lunch date with Jake slash Doug. He's like swooped right in. Yeah. Jake is talking her ear off about wanting to be an underwear model. Again, this guy's gross. I didn't have anyone like this in my grade school. Who was he referring to? Because he like, I'm assuming he's talking about about Mark Wahlberg, but that was like three years before this episode came out. Yeah, he says something about that guy, right? And the the underwear. Only guy I could think about who has famous underwear ads is like Mark Wahlberg, the Calvin Klein ad. I think that's what it would have been. Even though that was 1992. I looked it well, up. okay. So that's three years before this episode. So there's no one else that I can think of that did famous male underwear ads. Yeah. He wants to be like that guy in the underwear, which is ridiculous when you're in grade eight. Give me a freaking break. Where's he even seeing those ads? In his mom's Cosmos? <laughs> I guess. Maybe they were on TV. Or like his sister's teen beat magazines i mean i guess maybe those ads were in men's magazines but i figured they'd be in women's magazines so women would buy the underwear for their husbands to make them look like to make them look like Wahlberg. yeah so we can tell amanda's mind is somewhere else as he's going on and on about moving to new york Mm -hmm. and getting a ripley stomach she's giving him one word answers and he says you're so easy to talk to amanda <laughs> and she says, "Why? Cuz I'm superficial." <laughs> he doesn't know what it means. <laughs> he goes right over his head. He doesn't even respond to it. Uh so we get a little montage of Amanda having a few moments of reflection. Mm-hmm. And then she tracks Danny down at their apartment building waiting for the elevator. He's like really not having it, but he's forced to listen to her while he waits for the elevator. She's making this big apology where she's saying, like, I don't care what you look like. I like you for you. And he's like, oh, yeah, gee, thanks, Amanda. I know, a little too late. And also, never say, I don't care what you look like. (laughs) It's just implying that there's a problem. There's a problem. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. So he's like, oh, yeah, like, gee, thanks, Amanda. And then he tells her his mom just got full custody. So he won't be coming back to Mississauga or wherever they live. Yeah. Edibacoke. Edibacoke. <laughs> what documentary? It's, it's a documentary. Don't F with cats. Don't F with cats. Is it <laughs> I knew it was some documentary where they should have known that it was pronounced a show. But, but they were they, all American. And they call it Edibacoke. Yeah, but you know what? They probably brought it up on like Google Maps and the Google Map lady probably called it yeah. Etobicoke. Yeah, your Google Maps, if you're going there, probably can't say Etobicoke. No. It also has a really <laughs> hard time saying Guelph. Yeah, it does say it weird. <laughs> uh, Guelph. 
<laughs> Windham Street. Head north. Edinburgh. Towards Gelf. <laughs> also, stop telling me to head north towards anything. Seriously. <laughs> Do we even have to talk about that? <laughs> okay, so, so he tells her he's not coming back. Amanda, like, tries to make plans with him before he leaves, but he's like, I have plans with Daisy. Because Daisy is nice to him. Yeah, Daisy has a heart of gold, Mm -hmm. that Daisy. We don't know how that shakes out because neither one of them are in any more episodes. Daisy and Mona's in a few more, Uh, but Daisy, that's it. Mona's in a lot of them, yeah. Episode over. Yeah, the end. Yeah, this is a weird ending for me. I mean, I mean, this was Amanda's first boyfriend. Well, yeah, very publicly, she said he's not my boyfriend. Did they break up? That's what I don't get. Were they even boyfriend and girlfriend still? I don't know. Well, he just walks away from her at the end, all mad, never to be seen mm-hmm. or heard from again until you need to find out what the weather's going to be like in southern Ontario. You never know. Well, listeners, we're happy to be back to finish off season three of Ready or Not. And we love watching with all of you. So hit us up. We're only on Instagram because we're too old for TikTok and too cool for Facebook. We're at Still Not Ready Pod. Find us there and let us know. What's your go-to pimple remedy? Be honest. Are you into Dr. Pimple Popper? Would you break up with someone over acne? Get ready, my friends, because next episode is the Kurt Browning episode. What? Until next time, I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And you've just found out we're still not ready. 